What is the worst phrase you could actually tell a young adult these days? What's the worst phrase that so many young men today are actually using and it's to their detriment? We're going to be talking about that today on Relax Mail episode number 77. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey, man. Hello, and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right. So today we're going to be talking about a phrase, and this is should be considered a very bad wordy dirt. But sadly, in today's society, we have so many people who actually embrace this uh, this phrase and use this phrase way, way too much. And it's not for the good of the of the young adults who are using it a lot. It's causes them a lot of problems and uh, keeps them playing small. And that's really, in all, in all honesty, that's probably one of the worst and saddest things you, you could actually do to such a budding, adventurous young spirit like that is take a college kid and convince them that this particular phrase is a good thing to be using. But before we actually jump into that, like to first welcome all the new listeners. Hey guys, hello and welcome. We have been growing in, at an impressive rate, <laughs> actually. I'm I'm surprised as to uh, how many downloads we've been getting, especially this past week or two. And wanted to just say thank you if uh, you're this is your first time. Welcome, welcome to the Relax Mel. We're here to help you find your purpose so that you can actually. Take a breath and relax and and find that life is actually really, really sweet. And but to do that, there are a lot of mindsets and things like that that we have to get we have to weed through and, and get done and take care of the the of the garden, essentially. Your the garden of your mind and take out all the bad thinking and, and the limiting thoughts and the way things that cause us to play it small and through all that work, we can find ourselves on the, on the right path, building ourselves up, getting ourselves moving down the road to where we can get to where we are successful. And when we become successful, we become a lot more relaxed, a lot easier breathing. And that's where the heart of relaxed mail is at is I want you guys to stop, you know, tying yourselves up in these knots and, and, causing yourself so much stress, unneeded stress in life. There's enough things going on in life that cause stress naturally. We don't need to be adding more to it and causing ulcers and, and heart attacks and things like that. We want you to be able to learn to breathe and enjoy life and take life on and live it at, to the fullest. And so that's what we're doing. But every week, I like to answer a question. If you have a question, I'd love for you to send it over. You can send a question concerning, uh, you know, how, how do you get to that next step? What are some, uh, where do you, where do you find your, uh, 
your purpose and things like that. Where, what are those, uh, what are those, those items that, uh, those things, the bit, tidbits of knowledge that you want to know? Where can you find those? And to do so and to ask a question, you can either do it two ways. You can go to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact, leave a message there. I'll get back to you and we'll leave them and I'll answer the question as, uh, when I receive it. Or you can actually shoot an email over to Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com. And I'll, when I get that, I'll let you know that I received it and what episode I'll be answering it on. And. For whatever reason, I if I don't have a, a question, I will, in the mail, I will go ahead and jump on over to Cora. And there's always interesting questions over there. And so I jumped, went over to Cora and looked one up. And person actually asked uh, asked me over there or requested an answer from me or my view on it. And it's all my favorite childhood things, such as cartoons, video games, characters, toys, etc., are all becoming things of the past. Is that a sign that it's time to grow up and move on to other things? Well, I responded to that question like, like this. First off, are you 18? If you're 18, then yeah, it is kind of time to start looking more towards the future instead of in the past. Now we're all guilty of looking back in the past and seeing how wonderful the past was. I can look back and know and knew that especially as spring as summertime was coming up, this was this was it. You were outside. Whether you wanted to be or not, <laughs> you were outside. You were either going to be spending all day out in the backyard or if you were old enough you know, got around to being about nine, 10, 11 years old, maybe even, uh, maybe even that around the age of eight, you were on a bike riding up and down the street, uh, of the local town, uh, your local neighborhood. You might've been going over to just going over to a friend's house and y'all jumping on the trampoline or, you know, going out and riding, finding a, a, a place where you could ride your bikes and do some uh, ramp off of, uh, off of curbs. And you got outside and you enjoyed life. You may have been like me where when I got to about uh, 11 years old, it was time to spend all my time over at, uh, over at the swimming pool. And by gosh, we did, we got, would get a season pass and after lunch, off to the swimming pool we win. We would be there for four, five, six hours. <laughs> and in the summer, you came back and the term brown as a berry was often used. And it was such a great time. You jumped and you found different weird ways of jumping off the pool. You did the, you would uh, look at people often in, uh, in wonder as they might go off and do something like what they used to call the nutcracker, which is basically a can opener, except you put, you, you held, you put your hands on your crotch and, and you held on, uh, held on to yourself as you, uh, <laughs> as you splashed into the water. Uh, you try rocking the pool, which was, uh, also depending on which lifeguard was around, uh, they would clear out, you'd clear out the, the deep end of the pool where the diving boards were and you'd team set up two teams of people and you'd have one jump off to the left, one jump out as far as he could to the right or to the in front and one jump off to the right. And the, cause our pool had two diving, uh, diving boards on it. Then you would have the people on the other side and they were doing the same thing. One was jumping off to the, to the left. One was jumping as far out to the, to the, uh, 
in front of them, and then the third one was trying to jump as far over to the uh, to the right. And you would just rapid fire. You would get like twenty people, and there'd be ten on one side, ten on the other. And as soon as you hit the water, you tried swimming as fast as you could because there was immediately somebody coming up behind you, and so you were just tuku splash, 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 and it was just you were making as much much waves and 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 water splashing all over the place as you possibly could and you would do that until the you know the lifeguard got tired and told you to quit or you know somebody complained about it or and things so i mean even back in the 80s we had karens so it was always a fun time always great uh just there's always so many memories and we can live in our past sadly that is um i did that a lot and you just lived in the past wonder what would happen if this and wonder what would happen if that and living in the past though then it's nice you have this nostalgia you remember all the great and wonderful things about the past and you really minimize all the pain and 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 stuff of the past you you really don't grow when you look in the past there's i wrote a uh blog post uh i think last year sometime about it's looking in the are you driving down the road looking uh, of life looking through the windshield or are you looking through the rearview mirror and there's a reason why your your rearview mirror is so much smaller than the windshield and that's because all the important stuff is happening at the now yeah it's good to glance back from time to time to see where you were but, and you get a little bit of information from the past, but most of what you need to do and most of what you need to focus on is in the now, is in, is today. Yeah, you want to look forward also. You want to make plans. You want to, you don't want to just idly float through life because you're going to wind up somewhere and there's a good chance it's not where you want to be. Or you may just still just bob around in the middle of uh, of life and not get anywhere, which is actually probably closer to the to the point and closer to what will actually happen than if you actually were to fashion some type of rudder and some type of of, of motivation system, be it a sail or a motor or and propeller or oars or something like that. You're going to get a lot further down the road if you're going forward in life instead of just looking at what you where you were now our past is full of rich and wonderful memories and living in the past the whole time like i said doesn't serve you doesn't help you doesn't create allow you to to grow in in any fashion that is is helpful and you're not going to become successful by looking in the past. Yeah, you used to, you know, get up in the morning and on Saturday mornings and you knew that was great because in Saturday mornings you would go and and sit down, grab a bowl of cereal and enjoy, a, a, you know, Captain Crunch or, or Frosted Flakes or something like that. And... Watch Looney Tunes and the Smurfs or whatever happened. Saturday morning cartoon was happened to be on for your generation. 
And sadly, those died off. I mean, I kind of still lament. I still liked getting up in the morning. If there was any reason for me to get local stations anymore, it'd be if they started doing Saturday morning cartoons again, just to see what cartoons are like today. Because I still think, you know, our our Hanna-Barbera's and, and Looney Tunes were still the best cartoons out there. But that's just, again, that's me. That's me looking back. That's me going looking back. And the past will hold you back. The past can be an anchor. The past is not something that does anybody any good, doesn't serve anybody in any particular form or fashion. And so if you don't take the time to actually uh, start focusing in on the future, Start making plans. Start deciding what what it is you want to accomplish. Who do you want to be known for? What do you want to be want to be remembered as? You're not going to get anywhere close to what that is. You may end up setting. You'll end up becoming a bit bitter because all of a sudden things are changing. The only thing constant in the world is change. You're always going to be coming. Things are going to be coming better. Yeah. The cartoons of my of my childhood are not the same cartoons of what my dad grew up with. The cartoons that I grew up with are not the same cartoons that my son and my kids grew up with. Those are all, you know, things change all the time. You used to have a, 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 a cartoon series that were based on, you know, video games. We had, man, as, as, a, as a cartoon. And it was... Was a on all reality, it was really kind of a cheesy and not very good cartoon. But still, that was something we liked to watch. There was the Smurfs, uh, and then the Smurfs uh, became the Snorks, and you know, there's all these. We can always talk about the past, and the past, like I said, is a wonderful thing to set back in and to to reminisce. At, but uh, you don't want to ruminate on, ruminate on that because you know, rumen uh, to, is. Uh, to, to do that is um, comes from the same word that uh, is ca- cattle or chewing their cuts. So you're just sitting there just re-eating stuff that's already been eaten once or twice. And so to to do a to do that doesn't really help you, doesn't serve you, doesn't do you any good. Your looking back in the past doesn't help you to become a better person because you're not, even you are, are changing. You, you're not the same person you were last year, beginning of, of COVID. You were a completely different person, completely different mindset, as opposed to what today you are today. You probably have had more Zoom calls than you would have ever thought possible. You, um, you know, you may not have ever thought that it was possible to, to, be weirded out by someone who didn't wear a mask. If you chose to wear a mask, I personally didn't, but that's neither here nor there. But we're different people. Even a year ago, 10 years ago, still even more drastic change. You were 10 years younger. You had different uh, experiences. Then there's experiences now that completely have changed how you look at life. So to step back and to always look at the past doesn't help you. It 
I've not ever, we often say things like, I, I don't know. I don't, I've never done that before. That is actually a phrase that is from the past. You're looking at your past by going, I don't know. I never did that before. And that holds you back. That prevents you from trying something new because you've never done it before. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, when you were two years old and or one years old and trying to learn how to walk, you didn't think, well, I don't know. I've never walked before. I don't know if I can do that or not. You just did it. You got up. You started putting one foot in front of the other. You tried doing it. You, it was just something that you had to do. Riding a bike. Oh, I've never ridden a bike before. I don't know if I could do that. Well, again, that's what that is. I don't know. I'm looking at the past, and I didn't do it in the past, so I wouldn't know if I can do it today. Instead of just going, well, let's do it. Let's try this. Let's go for it, and let's let's see what happens. Let's try this out. Best phrase you can say is, I don't know. Let's find out. So instead of looking at your back and crying at the fact that everything has changed, because, I mean, granted, the 80s had the best music and as opposed to today. But, you know, if you listen to a little bit of the, today's music, you can kind of find something from time to time that's actually got a, got a kind of a decent beat. There's others that you're just going, I don't understand why this is even popular. And then there's others like, well, okay, I can see why it's popular, not that it's good. So we can have those types of look at the past and we can make judgments. But if you're looking at the past and holding on to it, you're going to stay small. You're going to stay stuck and you're not going to make it anywhere that you want to be. So cherish those memories, cherish that nostalgia, enjoy the nostalgia, but don't live in it. It's not going to be any good for you. Now, that question of the week is actually brought to you by, uh, I forgot to mention this. I'm a terrible promoter, <laughs> but, uh, is brought to you by the Brotherhood of Men. The Brotherhood of Men is actually a men's group that I have put together to help men who want to become better, who want to become the success that they see in their in their minds. They may have a vision of, "Hey, I can. I, I think I can get this this business going." Or I, I want to be the 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 dad, the kids in the neighborhood come to for advice. I want to be, you know, there's something that you want to do, something you would like, something that has always kind of been tucked away, slowly burning. I've always wanted to write a book. I always wanted to learn how to paint. I always wanted to just learn how to draw, learn how to carve, you know, start doing metal work. You know, there's something in your life, in your head, in your dreams that you've wanted to do. And, the Brotherhood of Men can help you with that. It's not that we're going to sit down and we're going to do it for you. You still have to do all the hard work, but we will sit there and be an accountability group for you. We will sit there and you can come up with, hey, this is what I'm going to do this week. And if you don't do it that next week, well, guess what? We're going to sit there and go, hey, dude, you said you were going to do this. It helps form a culture of masculinity, a culture of, of men helping men. Men becoming encouraging, cheering on, and and allowing men to be, become the masculine men that their family and their society actually needs. If you're interested in joining up with the Brotherhood of Men, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood, and there you will see a form to fill out. I'll, once I get that form, I'll give you a call. And so you do need to leave a phone number. And uh, I will uh, 
I will get a hold of you and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it for a little while just to make sure that you are a, a good fit for the group. If you're somebody who is, um, say you're running a, a, a $20 million a year job or business, you know, this, this may not be the best fit for you, but I don't know. Maybe it may be a good fit. Just really depends on where your, what you're wanting to accomplish. So anyhow, if you want to do this, I'd love to have you on. It's a very, it's a great exclusive uh, group of men that are out just to make sure that we all become the best men possible. So if you are interested, again, go to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood and sign up today. All right. Now, jumping over to the main topic. The main topic today is the worst phrase that we're teaching our kids. Now, you may be thinking, well, what could this phrase be? What could this horrible phrase be? And if you listen to, uh, to, the news, you listen to any television shows, you probably have heard this mentioned sometime more than once. I hear it from time to time, and every time I do, I hear it nowadays. I just, I cringe just because of what damage it's actually doing people in general. And that is the phrase, feel safe. They, you need, need to help your kids, you know, uh, feel safe to explore their world. And I kind of understand what they're trying to get at, but, and, but to help make them feel safe in what they're doing, you can't do that. First off, it's impossible to make a person feel anything. All right. I've said it time and time again, your feelings, the things that you feel, if you feel unsafe, that isn't because of what the environment is. It's not because of what the other people around you, it's not even because of what's happened to you in the past. It is all because of a thought. You thought you were not being safe. You were assuming that things are not safe right now. I can't say something because somebody's going to, going to criticize me. Well, you know what? They probably are going to criticize you, but you have to be okay with that criticism. And because we are, our schools push helping kids feel safe so much, helping our young adults, the, our college goers feel safe in doing something that uh, is, is, is out of their norm really isn't doing them any good. Now it, because feel safe means that you are staying comfortable and staying comfortable. You can't grow in a comfortable zone. You're not going to feel comfortable. Um, getting out into a uh, into a uh, into a truck and and start trying to drive for the first time you're there's no comfort in that you may be able to sit in a nice comfortable seat but you're not comfortable because you're worried are you going to be able to shift a gear properly and with this we have you know the onslaught of uh, in in schools those the different safe zones we got safe zones where you know kids can be themselves and things like that. And that first off, that doesn't mean anything to kids to be themselves. They're always themselves. There's no one else they can be other than themselves. So to be themselves and discover who they are is a bunch of airy fairy crap that is being stated around. It doesn't serve a kid. And I I'm calling college kids, kids because well, they're 
20 years younger than me. So these kids are trying to find their way around, but yet they're being told by these teachers and these professors and these instructors that, hey, hey, do something that you feel safe doing. Well, no, don't do something you feel safe doing. Feel something, doing something that you feel safe doing is going to be sitting at the house and eating, uh, eating, you know, cereal and watching Saturday morning cartoons. Like I was saying before, you're comfortable in those, in those, in the past. You're comfortable when you're just doing something that is almost routine. You're not going to grow when you're comfortable. The only time growth actually happens is when you are being stressed and you're being being worked a lot like you know building muscles is a good example you're if you're lifting weights you're going to get more tone you're going to get larger muscles because you're stressing your muscles out you're putting work in you're doing something that is actually really uncomfortable you're hot you're sweating all over the place and you're you know you're maybe you've got to you're 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 arms are sticking to your sides or something or you're you're you got a little bit uh thicker thighs like uh like i do when you walk you got a little bit of chafing going on on the inside and it gets uncomfortable it gets very unpleasant sometimes and as you're working out your muscles you know they're starting to burn and as you break down the muscle muscle fibers and it's it's not comfortable and the next day when you get uh, delayed onset muscle soreness that's even that's even more uncomfortable and it really makes you where you don't want to go out and do something that next day. If you did leg day one day and you go do chest day the next, you know, there's a reason why you only want to do your chest because your legs ain't going to work, <laughs> work right. And then when it's time to do legs the following day and they're still your, your calves and, and your, and your uh, thighs are still really freaking sore. You're not going to want to put a whole lot of pressure on them. And you're going to want to try to take it easy. But if you're working them again, you're going to you're going to build a little bit more muscle, a little bit more muscle. Uh, anytime when you were growing up, you had growing pains. You're, me, I, God, my knees killed me. And anybody that hit uh, hit my knee in a particular way would just you know it just hurt. It wasn't doing any damage. It was just the muscles and uh, and the tendons and the ligaments that hold everything together were being stretched because I'm growing faster and growing fast. You know? And so your growth, even in that was highly unpleasant getting sick. You're stressing, you have a strong enough immune system. You've got to be exposed to germs. You got to get exposed to, you know, the, the common cold so that when it comes along, your body goes, oh, shoot, it's this, it's the rhinovirus again. He's back. Let's, let's, we know what to do. We know how to flush them out. And so your body knows how to react. If you're not exposed to, to viruses and stuff, it's a lot like what happened when, uh, the, uh, the Native Americans in the U, uh, uh, Native Americans were exposed to smallpox. They had never had smallpox before. And all of a sudden they, you know, came within, you know, Two miles of someone with smallpox, they would almost almost guarantee that they were going to catch it. There wasn't anything that they could do because they weren't ever exposed to these particular viruses and bacteria and things like that. 
So to be comfortable is incredibly dangerous and doesn't serve the kids. And the teachers are doing a huge disservice by not encouraging these young adults to actually get out of their comfort zone and do something that is, uh, that is uncomfortable. And that's, I think a lot of that also is why so many kids are now thinking that there are boogeymen everywhere. Everybody's racist, you know, because they've, the thought that, uh, Something that you have to work for something hard and, and difficult is is in their eyes unfair. They, why is why is it so hard? Well, because it's been hard for everybody, and it's going to be hard for everybody. Everybody has to grow, and if you're working and doing and contributing to your your parts, then you're going to end up not you're going to end up not seeing racism everywhere you're going to be seeing that hey this is this is a just how it works this is how things go this is how life is yeah you've got people out there who are jerks how do you deal with jerks you don't give them a stage you don't give them a stage to occupy your mind they can sit there and say whatever they want but you know what what is true and what isn't true and you can just whatever dude and and let them rant and rave and know that the, that they're not going to affect you. You can't, you have no effect, uh, you have no influence on anybody else. You can't get another person to, to feel uncomfortable. You can't make another person feel bad. You can't make another person feel anything because again, that's their emotions and you've got your own emotions. So if you're uncomfortable, again, that's on you. If you don't feel safe, that's on you. You have to be able to have the courage, have the the fortitude, have the self-standards to want to be a better person, to power through that discomfort of going into the unknown. Now, how do you get around? If you're someone who is, uh, maybe you're a, a a college kid who is listening to this and you're going, all right, well, I would, how do we stop feeling like we have to have safe spaces everywhere? Well, it's not easy. It's, it's to do, but it is quite, quite simple. It is a, it's, you get out and you start doing stuff that makes you uncomfortable. If you're not used to, to talking, then get out there and start doing, doing, uh, speeches, join a speech or debate cl- uh, club. If you are a man, join a men's group. That'll, they'll definitely take the, uh, take the boy in you and burn that out so that you are looking at life as a man. They will, they will help you to get, that boyish uh, irresponsibility and that boyish uh, laissez-faire, or not even laissez-faire, just kind of uh, lackadaisical. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, attitude and get that out so that you know what you're wanting to go after and that you're okay with the discomfort of going after that and that you can you can be able to accomplish whatever it is you set your mind to. A, if you're, you know, if you're not used to go being in church, or maybe even if you are a, maybe you're a person who just clings to the church. You're always going, always going to church. You're going to church on, on Wednesday nights and you're going to, to any 
special church functions and you're going to Sunday mornings and Sunday evening worship services and you spend all your time around all the people who are at the church and you're trying to figure out, well, how do I get out and, and see more of the world? How do I become, you know, uh, face my, my fears and get out of my safe space because you can use the church as a safe space too. And you would do that by, you know, doing something that would scare the bejesus out of you. I remember when I was uh, a teenager, I did a whole bunch of this church stuff. That was, you know, you were in football and you went to it and you went to church. And one of the most eye-opening things I ever had happened to me was after I was out of uh, graduated from high school and I was living in Amarillo, I was working at a museum and in walked this group of motorcyclists and there was a little motorcycle club and they stopped over at uh, this museum that I was working at. And, you know, they're all big, burly, had a couple, three tattoos on them. These leather had leather chaps and some had leather chaps and some had their, 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 their club vests on and had all these beards and hair tied up in a ponytail and sunglasses. And, you know, you look like they were about ready to see if they could start a, start a bar fight in the middle of this museum, but they were the most incredibly generous, nicest men and women that you ever come across. Yeah. They looked rough. They were fitting and they wanted to fit into a particular image, but they, who they were, and who I thought they were were two completely separate separate critters. And it was such an eye-opener, such a an amazing uh, experience. That that's something I've always enjoyed doing now. I find a group of people who I find interesting. I go and I start trying to talk to them. If you want to be able to uh, feel safe, you have to expose yourself to that particular danger. Because what you're feeling, when you're not feeling safe, what you're actually feeling is a type of fear. You're feeling, oh, well, they're going to reject me. Well, you really don't know. You don't know if they're going to reject you or not. You won't know until you actually go up and talk to them. And if they do reject you, whose uh, who's, uh, fault is that? In all reality, it's not yours. It's on theirs. It's their, they, they're the ones who decide they didn't want to get to know you. So you can choose to whine about it and go, well, it's not fair. They just, the, the, the so-and-so just won't do, didn't want to have me in the club. All right, well, fine. So-and-so didn't want you in the club. There's other way things you can do. You make your own club, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things you can do to, to, to really stress, stress, stretch and, and help yourself become a, a better person. You can also join, you know, a different civics organization. There's these, you know, the different animal clubs out there. You got the lions club, the elks lodge, you know, I don't know. They're sure there's probably someone who's got the order of the water Buffalo from, from the Flintstones going on. There's a lot of different, these different animal clubs out there. Uh, you can also join like rotary or, or something along those lines. And this will get you out into the community. And that will definitely stress, 
and stress and stress you further beyond your comfort zone than what you're actually used to because they're always going to have somebody they're always going to be meeting people and you're going to have people from all over the the town and the community that you're working that you live in and they're going to be a whole lot of different views so you're going to find people who agree with you and people who don't agree with you and there's people who are going to be emphatic about uh what uh, emphatically against what you think and there's going to be people who don't like you and there's going to be people who do like you and this whole mishmash of of people will help you to step out of that discomfort and and realize hey people who don't like me they're not that bad they just you know they just don't like me for whatever reason and that's okay we can get on we can carry on with it it we're all part of the same team and you can still all work together even if you like a person or not you don't have to be all buddy buddy kumbaya with with everybody in the neighborhood that's unrealistic and it's and doesn't help you. It doesn't serve you. Doesn't serve the community. Doesn't serve the other person for them to like you. Now you want to be able to fit in. You want to be accepted in the group. And so as a whole, you will, you'll get the feel of whether you are part of the group or not and what that part of the group represents to you can be, you know, from people say hi to me at least once or twice every every meeting to i've never asked to do any of the community committees well they may not know that you want to be a part of the committee so maybe it's if you're not feeling that you're being accepted then maybe ask someone about doing something that'll cause you to feel like you're being accepted there's a lot of different things you can do you can get yourself out of the comfort zone and building yourself up is a great way of getting yourself out of that uh, uh, or building yourself up requires you to get out of your comfort zone. I'll get the right words out eventually, <laughs> but to do so, you have to, you, you have to, to take steps and looking and hiding out and staying in your safe space is not it. Waiting until you feel safe is not going to do you any good. If you want something done, then you need to start t- making the steps now to do so. If you want to become a better person and you want to become a better man, then it's probably a good idea if you were to join up with a men's group. The Brotherhood of Men has got a couple spaces available. You join up where you can, we'll take you on. We'll help you out. We'll get you out of that comfort zone, get you doing something that you never thought you would have ever done before and have you become, develop into a man and start developing the cult and work on that culture of being a man and being responsible for your own actions. So get uncomfortable, get out there. Stop. And anytime you hear someone say, well, I, I want to, you're not helping me feel safe. Let them know. It's like, well, I love you dearly, but it's not my responsibility to make you feel safe. That is entirely upon you. And this is how I can help you do that. I can help you to become, feel like you're uh, being safe and how you can, uh, how you can feel safer around people. And you'll find out that the more uh, uh, times you step out into the, uh, out of your comfort zone, the more welcoming life becomes. You're going to find that life is so much more freeing when you are not looking over your shoulder because there's a boogeyman because you've stepped out of your out of your comfort zone you're staying scared you're staying small every time you stay in that safe space those safe spaces that help and helping you feel safe not it now there's times i will say that you want to 
you want to help your wife to feel safe, like, and speaking directly about your wife, you know, she wants to know that you're not going to be a, a, a grump, butt when she tells you that she went off and spent a hundred dollars on groceries, you actually were only budgeted for 50. And those are times where you, you you can't make her feel safe, but you can, you can help her to see that you're not going to be that ogre when it comes to to some type of preconceived misstep. And that's where a little bit of patience comes into play. But again, you can't make her feel safe. You can only provide actions that will allow you can perform actions that will help her to realize that she is in a safe space. So guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or anything like that, please feel free to ask them by going over to relaxmail.com forward slash contact. Or you can leave a comment down at the bottom of the uh, of the show notes for the uh, for the for this particular episode. If you are wanting to needing help to get out of your 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 comfort zone and stop clinging to a safe space, and you want to stop playing small, there's a couple different things you can do. You can either go over to relaxmail.com forward slash uh, brotherhood join up with the brotherhood of men great accountability group great men's group that will help you to become the, the a great man or if you want and you want some to speed up the the development a bit and you really want to get some intense one-on-one coaching then you can also get a hold of me by going to relax mail also and click on the link uh work with brian and that will get you over to with uh, that'll take you over to uh, the coaching page and we can talk about and talk about what it would take to be uh, to be coached if you've made it this far guys for first off thank you for listening this long also i'm going to do a quick ask if there's any really big ask out there that is if anything about this struck a bell with you if anything about this really caused you to think of somebody else who might do a might really need the uh the the help of of what this message is on this particular episode please feel free to to share this out all the different uh, podcast apps out there now i believe have some type of share button share that out if you've made it this far and you've liked what you've heard you can go to uh, whichever podcasting app you like and you find uh, that that's your favorite and you can either click to subscribe or follow you can follow me on uh, on apple uh, Apple Podcast. You can follow me on on Google Podcast. I'm on Spotify. You can follow me on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Deezer. I'm I'm on all those, and you can. I'm also able to be found over on Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castro, Castbox, Player FM, Swoop, Radio Public, Breaker, Podbean, Good Pods, Bullhorn, Ghana. Amazon Music, Audible, Pod Friend, Pod Tell, Podcast Guru, Aural, Play a Pod, Podiverse. You can find all these and other ways to be able to subscribe and follow to the podcast by going to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. And that will take you to the subscription page. And you can then find, uh, you find your, uh, the app of choice or you can just choose, select the, uh, the RSS feed. Uh, I've got a link to it that there also. And you can just manually add it to your to your podcast player of choice. But again, 
if you uh, share this out, share with this out with your friends, family, uh, on your social media sites, and let's help get this community growing. I want to see if we can get ourselves up to about to 500 downloads a uh, per episode. That would just be absolutely amazing if I could get there. That would be uh, that's kind of the goal that I have as of right now. I want to see if I can get 500 people to download one particular episode and to to allow see if they see if we can keep those and get those and grow them when i hit that point uh looking at probably starting a uh, couple different uh maybe a facebook group or maybe even a discord channel but either any of those i haven't quite gotten there yet just tossing some ideas around and love to hear your inputs on any of that so guys with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. Y'all have a great rest of the week. We will talk to y'all next Thursday. So until then, 